every single time zoom uh so my funny story for the week is basically a three things you should look out for in a hotep in a, a celebration of juneteenth <laughs> so um if a man ever says to you grand rising run <laughs> <laughs> like immediately like grand rising i don't know what it is i don't know if it's like a code that they get in the handbook that they buy from half price books or something but like if any like any man ever tells you grand rising just please get out of there as quickly as possible yeah it sounds like a bastardization of egyptian culture yeah it's like they're appropriating egyptian culture okay that's how you should think of it one two if a man ever says to you um that he what was how should i say this if a man ever says to you that he doesn't want a man-made serum or that something could change his dna please go <laughs> yes vaccines do not change your dna as a, someone with a bachelor's in biology vaccines don't do that i mean it helps your immune system doesn't change your dna and if it did it's probably supposed to help you right like it's probably for a good thing like just but like anybody who like argues about modern medicine with you don't do that like don't 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 argue with a hotep just block them and move on with your life um yeah and like the last thing i would say is like if you like calmly like tell someone hey i don't agree with this and like this is a line for me and they try to argue with you about it block them like just don't even give them the time of day just be like okay bye yeah <laughs> Because listen, child, like I had to learn those three things the hard way on Monday. And I was like, how did I miss all these flags? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so I'm here to help you ladies and also gentlemen who are, who like gentlemen. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, Welcome back to Confrontational Millennials. I'm Nikki Alley. And I'm Bill Mars. And I guess happy Juneteenth and Father's Day weekend to everyone listening to us. Yeah, happy Juneteenth and Father's Day, but happy Juneteenth to Black people and only Black people. Specifically Black people of Texas. Yes. My sister Stu will probably cover in more details tomorrow. Yes. So, but oh, today, when we get our segment on. Yes, but today we're going to discuss primarily father's day for all the fathers out there but before we do that we have to play our new game of yay or nay uh which is where we basically go through all of the fuck ton of news that y'all generate in a in a work week i don't know how y'all do that but somehow you manage so we're gonna go through that and we're gonna ask very important titillating questions at the end of the little news segment. So that's how it works. If you hear something in the background that sounds like a, a bomb, like a, it's my washing machine. Just 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 ignore it. <laughs> I'm doing chores. I multitask. Like I do the pockets and also chores at the same time. <laughs> um, so we're gonna start first. Um, 
Belmars's former survival horror god Scott Cawthorn is retiring after making nearly uh, a million versions of his titular horror franchise Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, and so the only question I have for you, Belmars, is uh, are you sad to see him go? I guess yes, because I think he's retiring. Probably might get someone else to take over the franchise because he's starting to get some backlash after it came out that he donated to several Republican uh, politicians and Trump Mm -hmm. for their campaign. I mean, because my brother, my little brother, Star Dragon, was talking about, I guess for the big idea, I guess I don't mind he is trump supporter because i'm thinking as an artist strictly just thinking as an artist uh, i think it's great because he rides from like a simple guy who just Mm -hmm. wanted to do like christian bear games he tried to go on try to fundraise something for five the first five nights of freddy and he got zero dollars and zero cents raise and then he kind of made this horror he made over a million dollars he went from someone who only works at a store to build a whole franchise so and am i a little bit sad to see him go yeah i'm just thinking as long he doesn't push like the controversial theories i wouldn't mind i mean he's pro-life um, and he's christian and uh republican and conservative i'm thinking he's originally from texas so of course that really doesn't surprise me. Am I a little bit sad to see him go? I guess I'm a little bit sad. I mean, I'm not a fan of his views, but I am a fan of the series. Same thing with J.K. Rowling, I guess, to separate the art from the artist. Sometimes it's really hard to do, especially when the artist is alive. Yeah. So, um, he's in uh, the, she's on the fence. <laughs> yeah, on the fence. I mean, the views kind of like the same thing with Chick-fil-A where I love their chicken and their customer service, but the views of the CEO um, doesn't really reflect it. And I know a lot of my friends in the LBGT community and our old classmate, Nathan Terramolello, who loves Chick-fil-A and like gays of Chick-fil-A who eats it. So I'm just thinking it's kind of like the same with Chick-fil-A where it's like, yeah, it's kind of such worth this going to, but I'm guessing what you make is a good product. Cause I like Chris Pratt. He's a Republican, Tim Allen, part of my childhood. So I guess if you can separate the art from the artists, it should be fine. I mean, sad to see him go, but I'm just at least glad he's retiring on top. Um, Okay, cool. I will have to say nay for only a couple reasons. A, I don't play this game because uh, Nikki Alley doesn't do horror. One, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it invading my dreams. Uh, so I never played this game, so I feel no emotional attachment to it uh, or the artist. Um, but I'll say I say nay primarily because of like what Belmar's revealed to me before we got on the podcast about his views. It is very hard for me to separate, I think, a lot of times art from the artist because the art is a part of you, right? Like you, it no matter, like, I think sometimes what you do, like J.K. Rowling, as you mentioned, is intrinsically tied with Harry Potter for forever. Like it won't. Right. You know what I'm saying? It won't matter. So the fact that she's the fucking turf is terrible and I can't like it over it. Right. So I'm just kind of like, and I don't really, I mean, I'm not going to say I don't like fuck with Harry Potter anymore because like, again, you do that like gymnastics where you're like, I'm supporting other people like through supporting this, but 
I mean, when it's like, when it's somebody who who's closer to that, I don't know. Like it just if for me, like I'm just kind of like, er, like I'm not. Yeah, I mean, there's controversy because I remember we went to Universal, we enjoyed Harry Potter, <laughs> we bought fucking wands and mm-hmm. butter beer, fucking delicious. I'm thinking, God damn it, these dolls are going. Well, it's gonna go to the people at Universal, but yeah. I'm pretty sure J.K. Rowling takes like liberties from it. Oh, definitely. But you know, like I'm like the majority of this goes to this person who works here at this park who doesn't get paid nearly enough let's be clear but yeah hopefully it goes to the so like that's my take on it um so like yes I'm kind of like again but I have no emotional attachment to this like series so my opinion really doesn't fucking matter so I'm just kind of like nay but it doesn't it doesn't matter so um you know what uh for all of his fans and all of the people but I because I respect other people's obviously like opinions and their views or whatever and if Belmars is going to be a little sad about it I say to all those people um you know sorry to see your fave go um but- I mean probably someone else can probably take over the series that's True. good like okay you're done take your millions retire enjoy time with your family and then someone else can take over the series that's great because i know he sold some rights to make some movies i read the books and of course the fandom with the artwork and the music on youtube and the let's play definitely became his own beast so he's definitely the five nights of Freddy's probably bigger than scott Cawthorn, but you know they're linked as you say Fairlings, yes but to all of those people his work will live on forever as you said like you will you can still play his games you know so there's that uh moving on ericot which is uh the well i wish i knew just like the i'm not gonna say it if you know what ericot is you know what ericot is it's basically it's a it's a to whatchamacallit why can't i speak words <laughs> yeah. so ericot for those that know i mean in texas uh-huh what does it stand for specifically like i because it's a it's a it's a shortening of a long-ass title <laughs> yeah electric reliability council of texas <laughs> reliability that's funny anyway if you don't know they issued a conservation warning earlier this week to last through today actually friday the 18th due to forced generation outages generator outages that needed repairs asking residents to run their AC at 78 degrees when in day, like when they're there in the daytime hours and 82 degrees at night. That's in Fahrenheit for everybody who doesn't know. Um, so I have two questions for you. Did you actually do that shit this week? <laughs> uh, one, hell nah. Okay. But also at the same time, my family and I fucking prepared for this. So my father, after we fucking freezed our fucking asses off back in February, yes. we bought a generator. Mm-hmm. So sure, we may have to pay two different gas bills, but we'll never have to worry about losing power again. There you go. There you go. Um, so to answer that question for me, no, I did not do that shit either because <laughs> fuck you, bitch. <laughs> fuck you, Eric God. Um, but second, do you think uh, Cruz, uh, <laughs> our senator, um, do you think he conveniently went away, quote unquote, and was just better at hiding at this time? <laughs> like he did last time? Yeah, unless he hides in Washington. I'm thinking he's probably going to go to like fucking Alaska or just go to Canada. Oh, I was just showing my girls where I grew up in Canada. 
bitch. Yeah, and I guess Paul to add to the ERCOT, one of my Facebook friends, an old classmate, pointed out say that you know we had Texas Paul getting wrong at the wrong entity. He said the Public mm-hmm. Utility Commission and our state government has the responsibility to manage and upkeep and modernization of the electric grid. Grid. They have failed in their responsibility. Many of our power plants are aging and obsolete because there's no incentive on the power companies from the government to modernize and maintain. So ERCOT is just in charge of making sure that the energy produced makes it to the power plants to your home. They can't provide electricity that's not being produced. So really, it's the government since really hands off. I'm thinking since it's like the fucking Wild West energy wise. Mm-hmm. um they thinking okay like sucks to suck get your own power fucking texas so <laughs> we can keep it cheap when it's like cool and we don't need that much power but let's say in the high months of summer or the historic freeze that also happened 10 years ago we're fucked and it's proven i mean and of course some of my conservative people on my Facebook wall say, oh, it's because the windmills and green fucking energy. And thinking, no, it's not because none of it is fucking winterized. And hell, I'm pretty sure it's not even prepared for summer. And Texas is known to be goddamn hot. That's right. We've started the heat months, which are essentially May through October, um, which is just, it's not even called summer. It's just called hot. Like, it's just yeah. hot. That's what I mean, like, peak summer. Right. So like we're coming into it like the we're coming in to just peak hotness. And they said, <laughs> you bitches need to like <laughs> you need to need to conserve energy. And it's just like, no, this is Texas. You're supposed to be prepared for this. And essentially they're not. So do I think Cruz like got away scot-free this time? I don't actually trust his intelligence that much. So I'm going to say no. Like he did not manage to get away without getting caught. This time. I don't think he actually went away. Like, yeah, that's like, like the third worst thing he did this year. I know, right? The third, can you imagine? Only the third, right? Like, just, um, Yeah, I mean, besides, you know, run away from the state and try to overthrow American democracy, which he did during January 6th. Yes. And I guess kind of like he's eating his word, like, oh, look at California, less AOC, more AC, because you have to conserve in California. Thinking we're fucking doing that in Texas. Right. I love when karma's like, what do you have to say now, bitch? <laughs> and of course, I don't trust Greg Abbott and Ever. also Dan Patrick, aka Mr. Let the Old People Die for the Economy. So we need to really vote them out. Please, fucking Texas, let's just vote out these Republican morons that are in charge. Please, like, please, please stop doing this to us. Um, I love Texas, but we just continue to be trash. That's right. We are continuing to be, to be, we're continuous trash. Speaking of a brand that has been continuously trash throughout the years, <laughs> Victoria's Secret, in a play to continue to take your money, is attempting to rebrand through getting rid of their signature angels and wings and employing ambassadors for women's empowerment, such as Priyanka Chopra Jones, an American soccer player who does not probably get paid enough, Megan Rapinoe. I think I said that right. Um, do you think this rebranding will work in their favor? Why or why not, Belmars? Yay or nay? Will it work? I think it might work because I remember uh, like a decade ago, like probably in like mid 2000s, like early before the 2010s, a lot of people were complaining like, yo, Victoria's Secret, how you don't have plus size girls? They said, oh yeah, plus guys girls can't sell the Victoria's Secret fantasy of the angels, mm-hmm. which is kind of bullshit. Right. So then they realized their sales keep getting lower and lower and lower. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, and then Rihanna, mm -hmm. uh, Fenty, she stepped up with Savage Extenti and realized big girls like panties too and girls that are well endowed in these bras. Mm -hmm. So, and Victoria's Secret took a major hit. Mm -hmm. So I think it may work because I think some people are forgetting about that. I mean, me, I guess I'm lucky from in our friend group that I can probably fit the Victoria's Secret thing because I'm like 34C and I mean, except I need big panties because I have a big ass, but <laughs> otherwise- I Yes, I think it might work. So I'm just thinking they'll probably get the heavy hitters, maybe get like Emma Watson. I don't know if she's busy nowadays and probably get them. So I'm thinking it may work to help Victoria's Secret because I think even like Tyra Banks trying to show up. But I know Tyra's been toxic for a while because a lot of people have been calling her up on her shit. Like, you know, the first couple seasons of America's Next Top Model has been pretty damn toxic, even yeah. racist and problematic. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it might work in their favor. What do you think, uh, Nikki Alley? I'm going to have to say nay, only because I think that their competition is far too steep and that competition also like saw the decline of Victoria's Secret and they said, okay, we have to start with women's empowerment. Like you said, Rihanna came in and she was all like, I'm giving all the girls panties, big girls, small girls. Oh, and also she got the do market too. Like she even got That's chubby right. dudes because chubby dudes need love. That's right. She said, she said, all everyone gets panties. You get panties. She was the Oprah of panties. And so I'm just saying like, it's going to be hard. And there's a lot of brands now that have capitalized on the fact that Victoria's Secret is steadily going out. And they're like, and plus, as a girl who actually owns like Victoria's Secret underwear, I guess the only thing I buy from there because I, we are like polar opposites. Belmars is a big ass, but I have big tits. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I can't wear their bras because they don't fit me. Like, <laughs> so all I wear is their underwear. And I have to say that while some of it has, some of the, some of it has lasted like a, a really long time, some mm -hmm. of the ones that I've gotten more recently have like just they're they're poor looking the quality is not as good and so it's just kind of like why would I continue to buy your product when not only do you not want to sell to chubbier girls like me who can't sell your image but you also don't even want to sell good product in general so I'm just saying like I feel like there's too many like negatives in their ledger at this point for this to actually and people know it's a gimmick at this point like they're no they know you're going for a grab like they're like they know that your sales are plummeting they know that you're probably closing down stores or about to think about closing down stores and so they're like you're literally trying to save yourself you're like rose and jack on the fucking raft and like instead of using your brain and taking turns you're gonna drown like jack did in the water <laughs> okay yeah. i'm just saying yeah, and I think you might be right because also, you know, the panty game has also changed. That's right. So you're more, you have like more heavy hitters because you have Rihanna and then you also have like third person like Adore Me, which I know I see all the ads for for on um, Facebook and like yeah, Instagram. And so I'm just thinking, yeah, the market maybe would have been oversaturated. I mean, people know Victoria's Secret because, you know, it's a big name, but I'm guessing it's not as big as it used to be. 
Not sure. I mean, sure, everyone will want to be the angel, but Instagram models taking over and it's what they model with, uh, Rihanna stuff. Yeah. So yeah, good luck. So unless you can make like Victoria's Secret like the girl to be, mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard. I mean, yeah, I love R- Megan Rapone or Priyanka Chopper Jonas because, you know, they're queens and beautiful and they fought for women's empowerment. I wasn't gonna change it. So yeah, so they probably have to do a lot to change their image and really says every woman is a angel or something like that exactly like they they gonna have to they're that marketing department all i'm saying is they need to be getting paid triple what they were getting paid before because they have a lot of like work ahead of them child a lot of work speaking of something that needs a lot of work in the Heights came out uh, last weekend. If you don't know, it is a play by Lin-Manuel Miranda. It is about Washington Heights. Um, the movie version starring, um, what is that man's name? Ramos. His last Anthony name Ramos. Ramos. Anthony Ramos, yes. It came out last week on HBO Max. And uh, the director, John M. Chu, sat down with a Root interviewer and by the name of Felice Leon. I hope I say, I'm saying her name right. Um, to talk about the lack of representation in the Afro-Latino uh, community, essentially in the, especially in the main cast. Um, so they had, there was no one, everyone of speaking role was light-skinned or white-passing essentially so um after a lot of talking in circles with the director who basically was just kind of like yeah that's a conversation we need to have um it sparked debate on the internet where there was two sides of thinking one side basically being essentially made up of mostly black people going yeah where actually are all the dark-skinned people now that i have the afro-latinas or latinos or afro-latinx yes where are they and then the other side of thinking which was kind of spearheaded by uh actress rita moreno um saying basically they're bringing latin culture to the forefront of american culture essentially so we should save your criticism um, which I should add, she later uh, uh, apologized for her dismissive tone, but she still speaks for a large percentage of people who kind of are like, well, it doesn't matter because it's a step, right? So my right. question would be, yay or nay, um, if a film or a piece of art or movie or whatever uh, TV show comes out that's a uh, representative of a marginalized community, do we kind of just go, okay, great, and leave it alone? Well, I'm thinking, because I also heard Lin-Manuel Miranda on The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, and he says, well, I hear you because this is the first big project, and we do need to do better. So I'm thinking kind of like a marginalized community, I think they're mostly complaining to like Lin-Manuel Miranda because they know that he can do better because we all, well, I've seen Hamilton. I haven't seen yeah. Into the Heights, but I've seen Hamilton. I absolutely love it. So it's a beautiful, diverse cast. The music still stuck in my head. Hell, I even listened to it like once a day um so i can understand where the criticism is coming from because we're thinking okay probably bring more latino because we're thinking just keep demanding more i'm thinking how long should we wait to show representation of afro latinos because a lot of them were in the background dancers and not like main characters just thinking probably i think they're kind of riding the criticism thinking we probably want to see more of us being represented because you want to do Latino characters, you need to do Afro Latinos because you're just kind of doing like half of it. 
Yes. So I kind of agree with the criticism thinking probably have like more Afro Latinos. So if they do another into the highest, probably add more Afro Latinos in the forefront with name characters. And, and I guess it's kind of the same way. Cause I, I remember having this conversation with my father and what he said, he really likes John Wayne movies because um, he always put one black guy in there. Right. And I'm like, really, just one black guy? You need more than that, like one name black guy. Maybe the black guy that's part of the cast, probably one of the better characters. So I'm just thinking it's not bad to demand more. Mm-hmm. So. Right. I would have to agree. I also have not seen In the Heights, but after watching the interview in which she, she interviewed not only the director, but also the cast, um, three of the, the main characters. Um, and, you know, it was a lot of just basically like the Afro-Latinos were there, they just didn't cast them in the parts. And so I think that it's in, in knowing that, but even if we didn't know that, uh, it's like, I mean, you're only giving, like you said, half the story. This is not lighter skinned. Um, Hispanic and Latinos are not the only people that exist, right? Like, the, right. like, you know, like, so you have to, I mean, if you truly want to show Latin culture, you need to put, all of Latin culture at the forefront. Right. So the criticism, I like, I agree with you, is definitely uh, merited, um, and especially here in comments like where it's like, oh, we were chosen because we fit the characters the best. Mm, I'm gonna have to call foul, like saying like absolutely no Afro Latinos that like 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 basically came to audition fit the characters. Come on, let's be real, like that's there was clearly something happening here and it's not always conscious like let's also be clear about that for a lot of people like colorism is not conscious but when somebody kind of like looks you in the face and tells you it's like that you're you're being colorist you need to take that and go okay how can I be better so I feel like in that interview it should have been instead of being oh we were chosen by our merit they showed up they just weren't picked because they weren't a fit it should be all like yeah we should examine why exactly only lighter skinned people were picked for these roles because it's clear that the talent is there we're just not recognizing it and we need to like combat these colorist ideals that society have put in our head Right. So, yes, that was that. It was very all week, essentially. Started Monday, ended sort of today. Like, and it was just a volley of people, like, just talking, talking, talking. So I thought that was a really interesting thing to say. Um, And while, like, I kind of understand the other side of it and saying, like, oh, but it's representation. I mean, like, nobody's detracting from the fact that the film is probably good. I mean, Lin-Manuel Miranda is nothing if not, like, lyrically and musically a very good, like, he's very good at that. And Anthony Ramos can more than carry a tune, honey. But, like, nobody's detracting from the positive points. We're just saying, hey, do you know what would make this better? More Black people because Black people are great. (laughs) Yeah, because I know with like the Latin community, they're always getting stereotypes like a gangster or a drug dealer or mm-hmm. someone with a knife that steps and kicks in the musical theater. So I'm glad that on one side, one part of Latino culture, Latin culture gets represented, but probably like all of them probably need to represent like the darker skinned Latinos and Latinas. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. 
Moving on uh, to another very blackety black talk, but Kevin Hart, the comedian <laughs> with the most severe case of Napoleon syndrome I've ever seen, in an interview earlier this week, made comments about how he regrets his past homophobic tweets in which I'm paraphrasing here. He basically said he would hit uh, his baby over the head with a dollhouse if he was playing with it, if he found out he was gay. Um, again, I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what he said. He regrets those comments, but that cancel culture, quote unquote, has made this us as a society all too sensitive and it isn't allowing he and other comedians to express themselves. Additionally, which I also thought was interesting as talk of cancel culture this week was that former basketball player turned commentator and therefore misogynist like Charles Barkley gave a similar uh, fuck you to executives uh, that told him to stop his long running joke against I, what I assume is the San Antonio women's basketball team about how they're Again, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said that they're like big old women and like they need to stop feeding them or something. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know the exact because I don't, A, I don't like sports, but B, I also don't just, I don't feel like hearing men talk about sports. So I don't know exactly what he said. But the question being here is that are we too sensitive as a culture? Yay or nay? Um, I say nay. And I guess I want to pull up this article, well, what Cal Williams, another comedian has said, because mm -hmm. someone asked him, what do you feel about uh, comedians uh, to perform without uh, being fear of being punished or repercussions for cancel? He said, some of these things are for the benefit of for everything, like nobody likes to be limited, but it's necessary. No one likes to shoulder the road, but it's necessary. My point is people weren't all the extremely funny back when you could say whatever you wanted to say. He said, at the end of the day, there's no cancel culture. Cancellations that have its cult own culture. He said, I don't know what people, what people got canceled that we wish we had back. Who are they? It's done for the reasons it's done for and it helped who would help. If all is going to happen is that we have to be more sensitive in the way we talk, isn't that what we want anyway? I'm saying your job as a comedian is to please the most amount of people with your art. Don't call someone this word when you know it affects all these people. Mm -hmm. So like if they're confined to keep you from doing craft, God put you to, then probably it ain't for you. So I thinking, I don't think we're too sensitive as a culture. I just think you probably need to evolve with your craft. Like anything like comedy is an art. And I'm just sure who's getting canceled per se. Because like someone like Kevin Hart, yeah, he couldn't host the Oscars and he regrets it. He's a little bit more sensitive, but he's still getting deals. He's still in movies. In fact, there's a movie coming out about fatherhood, about him being a single father. He's still getting deals. So how the hell is he canceled? Yep. And I'm just thinking we as a culture have to be a little bit more sensitive because I remember one day I was cracking a joke with a friend thinking I just came for a doctor like, oh, no, I got some bad news. I might need glasses. Mm -hmm. She herself knew her glasses. You know, one that's kind of ableist. I'm thinking, huh, I never really thought about it that way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I like to be funny. I like to make jokes. So I'm just thinking probably need to change up my joke. Sure, I might like dark humor from time to time or even like joke with like black stereotypes too but I'm just thinking if I'm going to do this professionally as a comedian you need to change your culture mm -hmm. and things change with the time so I'm thinking probably test your material like if you just do a gay joke I mean now gay people thinking okay that's not cool then listen to them I mean you can still make a gay joke but I'm just thinking you just want to keep going for the low-hanging fruit um because it's kind of insulting so I'm just thinking we as a culture I mean we are getting more sensitive in a way but I'm not saying that's a bad thing because we're understanding how different things tick so um like certain jokes 
may work like in the 90s, which may not age well today. Because I remember one thing from like the WWF, well, D-Generation X, they did blackface sketch in like in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I mean, they that won't be pulled off today. I'm thinking, why would you want to pull it off today? Exactly. Same thing with like women's wrestling, where it's now a little bit more respected. I think back in the day, they had bra and panty matches. I mean, I do not want to see that. I'm glad that more women are like being based on like their skills. Sure, they're attractive, but they're still based on their skills. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking we as culture, we are getting sensitive because we're understanding because, you know, more and more communities have a voice now. Mm-hmm. And it could just be blown out of proportion because also at the same time, uh, it's social media. People could be like overreacting over certain things. I mean, I'm not going to deny people fucking overreact over shit. Mm-hmm. but uh i'm just thinking more people have a voice to express what's wrong what's right and i'm thinking as a comedian if you want to stay in that field you probably need to change your craft yeah no i agree with all of those points um and i do i want to point out something that he said he he essentially said he, that people are not allowing him to be the comedian that he got to be in the past and i think the important thing to kind of remember here is is that like sorry there is a bug <laughs> and I killed it because I am the master. Anyway, I think the important thing to remember as like human beings, if you just essentially want to stay here, plateau stagnant, I mean, then what? And Kevin Hart has like 50, 11 jobs. Okay. <laughs> like that man, like I watched the documentary about him, not because I wanted to, because I don't particularly care for Kevin Hart, but because my brother wanted to and like, whatever. So I watched that documentary and that man essentially seems busy, like 24 seven. Like he does, like you said, like, it's not like he's still not getting gigs. It's not like he's still not getting movies. It's not like he's still not getting TV shows. So right. My thing is, you clearly don't seem like someone who wants everything to stay the same. You're clearly trying to get more and more opportunities the more you stay in this game and you want to stay relevant. So why as a comedian would you, or as a person in general, would you want to keep remaining the same comedian that you were back in the 2010s? Why would you want to do that? We're not in the 2010s anymore. Like, just, I mean, like, you should want to grow as a comedian. You should want to be funnier than you were before. Right. And that means that you need to stop, as you say, going for the low-hanging fruit. Yeah, it's easy. I could make a fucking, like, uh, like black stereotype joke. You know, I could make a fucking, that's not hard to do. I'm not a comedian. I'm funny, but, like, I'm not a comedian. Like, you right. know? So like if you you're a professional, you should be able to use observational skills and your storytelling to be able to create a set that actually is funny and isn't just like some gimmicky like thing that you keep pulling out of your trick hat from the 2010s. Like, yeah, and you don't want to just be a one note pony like the people who wrote the Macarena. Exactly. Do you want to be one hit wonder? Yes or not? That's that's what really is. So I say to Kevin Hart and Charles Barkley and anybody else who's just kind of like, oh, what was me? Like, they're telling me I can't do my joke anymore. Okay, well, then come up with a better joke, bitch. Like, just it's not like you you pride yourself on being good at like storytelling and talking and like or commentating. Find a better joke. There's always a better joke if you know how to do your craft correctly. Jesus this is like totally out of left field and I have no like segue for it 
the Catholic bishops, you know, <laughs> historically the worst decision makers, uh, are at it again by drafting a document that will, they use the word rebuke other Catholic politicians from receiving the body of Christ. Um, should they support abortion rights? Um, and to that, I ask, should they be allowed to do that shit? Like, I mean, if I remember from the Bible, it says life begins at first breath, not at conception. I mean, you could make the argument the people who wrote the Bible at the time didn't know embryology, but that's what the Bible said. So I'm thinking we can probably go back and forth. I mean, I'm not a Christian, but I know enough of the Bible to say it's kind of bullshit. Mm. But um, I'm thinking those are the Catholic faiths. I'll let it the Catholic community handle that and see how they support abortion rights and other things. Um, I mean, like Joe Biden himself is a, cat, a devout Catholic, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't enforce his beliefs on everyone. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm guessing you could be allowed to do that. I mean, that's your religion, Catholic bishops. I mean, I think probably more time should be in protecting children that are alive, you know, with the molesty thing. Yeah. But uh, you do, you Catholic bishops. Yeah, you know what? I wholeheartedly agree with that last statement. Um, why don't you worry about like keeping your hands to yourself instead of the unborn children? Um, but uh, do you want more victims? I'm sorry, I shouldn't. Have. <laughs> um, but maybe I should have. Uh, my thing is, is that. Um, the Bible, one of the, the golden commandment is um, treat others how you would want to be treated. Also, there's the, the age old saying Jesus loves everyone. And so yeah. the idea and the Catholic Church, I, I am no longer a practicing Catholic, but I grew up Catholic for 20 something odd years. So I know enough to be able to speak on the Catholic Church when I say that the Catholic Church is full of shit anyway. Okay? <laughs> Um, they don't allow D4. There are some, there are some churches who don't allow D4 says to get communion. And that's like kind of bullshit because the, 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 what's the criterion for being able to get an annulment is already hard as fuck to follow anyway. So you're going to tell me you're going to punish me just because I got divorced from maybe a person that, you know, was not meant for me, uh, in more ways than one maybe not just emotionally but maybe they would beating my ass or something but now i can't even get the body of christ like so the catholic church again as i said is historically very bad at making decisions and so to me this is just kind of like you're you're essentially making it harder for people to stay in the faith when you do things like this where you uh, as you said force your beliefs on other people so, I mean, yes, it's your dogma, but that doesn't mean that you have to punish people for uh, including of people of other faiths and other beliefs in their decision making. Because, like, Biden can't just make decisions based entirely on Catholicism. This country is not made entirely of Catholics. So like what is you doing son like yeah i'm thinking if it will backfire because i'm thinking what's hilarious because i know they try to pass laws like protect religious freedom protect religious freedoms i'm thinking you're going to protect muslims because i'm thinking y'all qaeda's 
you know, belief systems kind of like parallel. So I'm thinking you want them to be modest. You want to pray publicly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of Sharia law-ish and we're not cool with them. So I'm just thinking two sides of the same goddamn coin. Right. Like y'all, and that's typically what happened. People typically butt heads with people that are very similar to them. That's why Muslims and Catholics have been button heads for literally their entire existence. (laughs) Yeah, whole video game based on Assassin's Creed. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) In stores now. Um, But yes, uh, no, I don't think, nay, I don't think they should be allowed to do that. It's it's foolish. Like, y'all are foolish. It's like you want, are you Victoria's Secret? Are you the Victoria's Secret of the religious world? Like, you don't want anybody to So they're kind of like rebranding in a bad way. Yes. I'm just thinking it's kind of ridiculous. Um, I guess putting it that way, because I guess I study like a semester at a Catholic school, mm-hmm. private, uh, it's a bitch to transfer out of it, I'll tell you what, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I'm thinking it's kind of ridiculous, because I think you're also like polarizing, because I thought originally with the Catholics, they want to stay separated, because I understand, like, I, this is from an American point of view, I like the separation of church and state, mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking what a politician does in their free time, uh, you know, like what their views is and how they practice as Catholic, probably two different things. Because I'm just thinking if I'm a gynecologist and my Catholic, I'm thinking this woman has an ecotopic pregnancy. It's a pregnancy when the baby's born outside the uterus and I take the baby out like that's an abortion. You're going to hell, doctor. I'm thinking I just saved this woman's life. Right. Like, so it's just kind of like y'all again it's the it's the same thing that we spoke about with comedians and kevin hart like you have to adapt to the times you can't just keep toting this old ass book that's not even translated properly and was written by misogynistic people you can't just keep toting this book and going aha like no like you have to (laughs) well that kind of reminds me of a tiktok that i read i listened to they said technically the constitution's like the bible Mm-hmm. And the fact that I was written by a long time ago by young revolutionaries, but now in this day and age, it probably doesn't represent the current times anymore. No. And the people who super defends it probably never read it mm-hmm. or don't understand it or both. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying, so what's the, I'm just saying, like, you have to, you can't keep like, yes, I get it if you're a traditionalist, but you can't literally keep toting these ideas forever and ever and ever. Like, that's not how, again, we're humans are not meant to plateau and be like, we're going to stay this way forever. No, like you have to adapt to survive, bitch. We're also animals. Okay. Like at the end of the day. I mean, yeah, there's some good golden shit in there in the Bible. I mean, just take those lessons and go, but certain things like, okay, don't mix fabrics. Don't pray in public. God being like a vengeful God, adultery, women must marry their rapists. I mean, that doesn't, a lot of people change about that because I know also in like in the Baptist church, people are kind of like double standard thinking they're accepting of marriage. Like, oh, it's okay if you divorce. God know where your heart is, but you're going to hell for you be gay. Right. Like, come on, people. We could do better than this. Yeah. Um, speaking of people getting down and dirty, DC <laughs> Comics demanded creators of animated series Harley Quinn take out a scene slated for season three where Batman pets Catwoman's kitty cat you know, <laughs> language for the girls here um in saying and i quote heroes don't do that um which they later gave a weak explanation uh, essentially saying in order to sell choice to children they can't be shown doing something inappropriate 
Um, my question, is a superhero really even a superhero if he won't even go down on you? <laughs> if that's the case, then fuck it. I'll be fucking Joker, be fucking like Scarecrow's dangly ass thinking, oh yeah, my man's crazy, try to blow up. But you know, he he went to medical school, he's smart. Um, he's working on the toxins, he go downs on me, unlike that bitch Superman who won't. That's- that's right. Like that's all I'm saying. Like, is there are they really even heroes if you don't heroically give me head? That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, and it's crazy to me because Harley Quinn. I I watch it. Like, I just got into season two. Harley Quinn is not a children's show. It is bloody as fuck. Everyone yes. says the word fuck at least like ten times every episode, <laughs> and. <laughs> Like they make mentions of sex with like literally every other character. Hell, they made a mention of Batman and Catwoman's relationship in the first season in which um, they said something about, I need a hero that has more hair on his chest. And like somebody made a comment that, oh, well then you're not gonna get that from Batman because Catwoman says he waxes everything. (laughs) It was just kind of like, they're already like, is that not inappropriate? Like, is that not like fringing the lines people? Like, I'm just saying, like, this is not a show for children. So children are not gonna watch it. I mean, you could still sell toys, probably not to children, but to adults. And I remember Trevor also made the joke to say, look how his mask is cut. I mean, it's all the way open. And considering there was a time where they showed Batman's penis, he's circumcised by the way, and he, he still sells toys. So I'm just thinking if he leaves his mask on, at least he has his mouth for covering and he has like horns you can hang on to. So he definitely, so I think Batman actually probably does give head. That's what I'm saying. Don't put him in the same, don't put him in the same uh, category as, um, God, what's that man's name? I freaking hate him. He's the one that's DJ Khaled? Like, yes, DJ Khaled. Don't put him in the same vein as that man. We don't like him. I mean, but if heroes truly don't do that, I'm just going to start like fucking Dylan's. <laughs> Me too, girl. Listen, I like Ivy's uh, bisexual ass. <laughs> I mean, Lex Luger's crazy ass. I'm thinking, yeah. Don't hurt the billionaires. Now give me some of that love and Lex. That's right. He has money and he gets head. Uh, <laughs> there's no good segue for this. Um, on June 17th, <laughs> just ahead of actual Juneteenth, which is tomorrow, and we will be discussing it, um, President Biden signed a bill establishing Juneteenth as a federal holiday with some companies celebrating today. My question, should other races get to celebrate Juneteenth, especially white people? <laughs> Well, I'm thinking Juneteenth when everyone in the U.S. was free. I mean, except, you know, the Native Americans and then the Chinese who weren't really legally able to become citizens. But I'm just thinking they should Mm -hmm. um, when we truly have freedom. And I guess a lot of the talk in the conservative circle thinking we're replacing Fourth of July. I'm thinking, no, we'll have both fucking holidays i'm thinking if you can't deal with another holiday the fucking get rid of columbus day yeah like get rid of the holidays that we don't care about like exactly columbus day what did that bitch do nothing except change columbus day to indigenous people's day i actually love that idea better so we can keep the number of holidays i'm thinking juneteenth um because i know 
my sister Stewie kind of have like some feeling that people are just kind of like late arrivals who are not Texas black uh, celebrating it. She's going to go through a whole rant about it uh, when we record with her. So I'm thinking I'm, I'm okay with it. So I'm thinking truly what I guess would my people, Texas blacks being free. That's right. Um, I want to be devil's advocate and say nay like are you none of you bitches should get to celebrate Juneteenth but I'll say this sure you can celebrate Juneteenth but this is not actually what we wanted like we want you to keep we want you to actually teach critical race theory and like stop killing us in the streets and like uh treat us with respect and like stop like firing us because our hair is not like to your white standards and i mean the list goes on so this is not actually what we wanted but it's nice i guess like <laughs> yeah and i think also on top of that i think it's like you're banning critical thinking i think it's horrible because i'm thinking you need to like educate people on fucking everything because mm-hmm. i still have to battle people that we went to fucking school with to say that the civil war was not about states rights about goddamn slavery stop every time like people make that argument i'm like yeah states rights to have slavery that's what it is like that's just a fancy way of saying a state wanted to have slaves like what are you what are you arguing here except my point um yeah, so, so educate people in, like black history so just like oh you know a group of people were slaves and now they're free i'm thinking what group of people mm-hmm. what else I think you need to educate people on redlining, the the Southern strategy and how you flip it, the Republican, how the Republican Party came to this. Because I'm thinking why everything's like this. You need to learn their history mm-hmm. of how we got this far, about Native American slaughter. I'm just thinking learning about all of this doesn't make me hate America. I mean, it makes me hate because you try to fucking hide it. Yeah. But uh, I think it's better to understand where we have, where we came from to know where we're going. Why is Black people getting arrested? Uh, the 13th Amendment, stuff like that, and how we weren't really free. Exactly. So I'm thinking kind of like passing Juneteenth without like the history behind it. It's kind of disingenuous. Exactly. So yeah, it's kind of like they're doing things that we didn't ask for, like you were saying, kind of like the same thing like in Texas. I know like, during the George Floyd protests in the summer, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of like houses, uh, realtor companies said, oh, we're not gonna call it the master bedroom, the master bedroom, we're just gonna call it the larger bedroom. I'm thinking, dang, it's not what we wanted. Right. We but- be able to afford houses. I don't want you to overcharge me because I'm black. I don't want you to undercharge me when I'm black. So I had to use my white uh, passing partner to, se- to sell my childhood house. I wanna sell it. Exactly. Like, I would like you to stop gentrifying my neighborhoods and buying houses out under from Black people. Like, that's what I would like you to, like, do. But, like, I guess you cannot call it the master bedroom anymore. Sure. And same but, thing with uh, painting Black Lives Matter on the streets and thinking it would probably be better if you have the please not kill us or, like, jump to violence if I want to, like, show you my license. But thanks. Thank you, I guess. So changing yeah. Aunt Jemima and taking out Aunt Jemima of Aunt Jemima's pancakes. Um, I don't remember if anyone asked for that, but nope. thanks. So it's kind of like thanks, I guess, with the Juneteenth holiday. Right. I mean, I'm glad y'all acknowledge it and it's great. You need to learn the history of like, hey, 
we were free for like since 1862, but they went to 1865. So ain't that a bitch? Right. So hopefully we actually used um, use it to learn all the history and technically white people be getting the day off and black people be working because you know a lot of black people do live in poverty compared to like white people so therefore like ha ha i am a ceo and i'm getting the day off don't you like it jerome <laughs> who's my driver who's working on this juneteenth day free at last <laughs> exactly so that's my whole point that's how that's why i'm just kind of like is it really a holiday though because like a lot of like black and brown people are still gonna have to be working like yeah, on- it's like thanks i guess um gives me excuse to wear daishiki in my red black and green earrings but i'm just gonna dress up anyway i'm just gonna do a barbecue i like to be traditional get some red stuff so yeah yeah so um again happy juneteenth to black people and only black people speaking of black people this black (laughs) person that we're gonna use to transition to fatherhood in just a moment nick cannon um the man who has like 10 jobs uh is in and is in the running to out future future and babies and baby mamas uh recently welcomed twins into the world with baby mama abby de la rosa i think that's her name with whom he named get ready zion mixolydian and zillion air and that's air spelled h-e-i-r not air as in a-i-r for you uh uncultured swines out there (laughs) Um, so two things here. First question, not that critical, but does this mean that like twins are somehow in his DNA? Cause he has so many, he's like two sets now. What the fuck? <laughs> um, but the more critical question, should we just outlaw certain names in like other countries already? Because <laughs> he should, I just, I'm just saying like, <laughs> why do we have Elon Musk's child? Like, so. I don't, I still don't know that baby's name and I refuse to pronounce it because I'm going to butcher it. Uh, I'm thinking it only works if you're rich. You can get away with that bullshit if you're rich. I can honestly say that because I'm thinking if my name was like something like that, I would never fucking get a job. Exactly. That's true. That's a good point. I mean, they're the Canon twins, the second pair of Canon twins. So like, <laughs> They'll be set, right? You know, um, but if some woman, some single mother out there had twins and she named them Zion Mixolydian and Zillionaire, then she would be called ghetto. It's Buck. Yeah. I mean, the craziest name I saw was L-A-A and it was like La-Ah, but it's actually pronounced Ladasha. That's right, because punctuation in names is serious, okay? Okay, <laughs> you better get it freaking right. Um, but my question is, was it an M dash or an N dash? Anyway, that's that's for the grammar nerds out there. Uh <laughs> L-A-A. I know. Ladasha. Ladasha. Um, so do I think this proves, I don't know, like, wait, is the, is the, so you're a biology major. Correct. Is like, I've heard several different things are like, no twins happen because obviously like it separates during like, you know, the egg, like separates or what I don't know like I can't remember the technical term but basically they separate into two but some people have also said this like 
what I think is a wives tale is that like the women have to have twins in their like genetics or whatever or something like that it actually depends there's like two types of twins if I remember this correctly there's the monozygotic twins which is like the identical twins when it's like one egg that splits into two uh-huh. and I think that's kind of like based on the mother's genetics okay and then there's the fraternal twins where the non-identical twins uh-huh. when like the sperm fertilizes two eggs so you have like two like pregnancies kind of like go ha- uh, parallel so I'm thinking they're probably non-identical twins I'm assuming with Nick Cannons I have to look them up so he can probably be shooting like double shooters and get twins that way interesting i know obviously his twins with mariah carey are fraternal because one is a boy and one is a girl um but i believe both of these are boys and i mean i don't know they're babies so they're fresh and like (laughs) have no facial features so i can't really tell yet if they're going to be identical and they don't say it in this hold on let me pull up the uh the, yes, here's the picture. See, they're too fresh and you can't really tell in this picture if they're going to be identical or not. But those are the yeah. twins. So like, I guess we'll have to wait to see if they're going to be identical or fraternal. But I'm just saying, like, I think it's weird that this is the second set of twins that <laughs> Nick Cannon has been able to produce. And so I'm like, do you, what's going on? Um, so, probably twins probably run in his family or he's just shooting out twins. Because I know for if they want twins or like multiple births, like I know if you're like uh, Nigerian, a little bit older, a little bit chubbier, you're more likely to have twins. And <laughs> if you're like Asian and young or old or too old, you're less likely to have twins. Interesting. I did not know this. See, this is why I have a best friend who's better in STEM than me because I don't know any of this shit. <laughs> but yay okay okay as far as the outlawing certain names a part of me feels like it's a crime (laughs) i'm just saying like and like if the i the likelihood of them being uh made fun of is higher i feel like maybe like so like it's like for instance like the like a kid like a what's the somebody named their kid arsenic like i feel like no one should be allowed to name their kids after like dangerous chemicals like you should not be allowed to name your kid clorox that's not (laughs) that's not okay like you know what i'm saying that's or febreze or something like that like you all company names should be banned like like just well because i thought like one person i think got a phd in like uh black names the woman named marijuana pepsi jackson Mm-hmm. Uh, she got a PhD in like black names and how like how your name kind of treats you differently and she said she absolutely hated her name because like her siblings got normal names and she got the bullshit marijuana Pepsi Jackin but she said it made her stronger mm-hmm. made her more memorable and she was a really good professor for, forgot what school she went to because people like laugh when they, you see the sign like are you here to wait for marijuana so <laughs> I guess if I was named that one hell of a name so she has to like keep correcting people like no don't call me mary jane my name is marijuana pepsi jackson actually like orange soda she said just to make sure that you know i mean obviously america's never gonna do it but i'm just saying like there are some names that i just feel like you should not be able to name your i'm sorry like like the name karen's dropping off in popularity and i think also no one wants to name their kid adolf 
That's right. Because why would you want to do that to your child? I'm just saying, do you really love them if you name them Adolf? I don't think you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking no kid born, I think the last like five years will ever be named Karen. That's right. I mean, I think the last Karen in my family passed away and hopefully no one else be named Karen. That's right. Let's just stop. Let's just stop it all together. But you know <laughs> what? Like, Again, like I'll say, I'll say yay just because I don't want a, a kid to be named Febreze. Like I'm just saying, like I'm just, I did, or like Subway or something. E fresh. Like I don't look, I can hear the chants of the children and I don't want that for our babies. So if you really care about abortions and babies and making sure they have good lives, make sure they don't get named something like that. That's all I'm saying. They or acidity. A, B, C, D, E. Yeah, like, or obscenity. Do you love your child? Ask yourself that before you get, make them write that on the birth certificate. Ask yourself that. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Because <laughs> I'm hot. I'm sorry, wait, did you want to say something? Go ahead. I don't know, I'm thinking obscenity or like name your kid like Bentley or something. Now I will say I have a little cousin named Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't make fun of that name but like <laughs> yeah it actually gained popularity because of like team mom you know what I'm not even surprised love you Ben so cute uh but uh yeah I'm just saying like please just stop like drug names or like I just don't do this to these or kids. name a Carol Chastity because I know a girl named Chastity she ended up getting like pregnant in high school so lol <laughs> But not LOL. Like, I mean, I, I mean, it could be a- I, I, irony, but yeah, I guess careful with the names. Yeah, that's all. That's the moral of the story, uh, kids. Um, please just make sure that you ask yourself, do I love my child? Yes. Okay, then don't name them that. Um, so like I said before, we're going to take a break because I'm so hot. And then we're going <laughs> to come back and talk about our daddies and how much we love them. Yay! Yay. Father's Day. Father's Day. Pause. Welcome back! <laughs> and I guess in addition to Juneteenth, we have Father's Day coming up. That's right. It's on Sunday. Fun fact, my dad called me today while I was in the store. And he's like, so when are you coming over? Right. And I was like, he's like, cause he's like, oh, you're off today. Right. And I was like, uh, yeah. And he's like, so when are you coming over? And I was like, a Sunday? Like, <laughs> that's, that's when Father's Day is. And he's just like, oh, but you're off all weekend. And I was just like, okay. I'm like, okay, well, what's your point? Like, just, like, you're not getting special treatment. I didn't spend all weekend with mom. I'm not spending all weekend with you. Love you though. Bye. Like, I have stuff to do. Like, I have things to prepare um but yes even though I clown him I do love my daddy and my daddy and I do bump heads a lot because I guess it's different because you know he's from the Caribbean and me being raised in America I guess it's kind of like the immigrant first generation bump heads mm -hmm. politically because I know he can be a little bit more conservative I'm a little bit more liberal but I guess I mean he voted for the Bushes uh, twice but he thinks the Bush are honored people but he wouldn't vote for Trump so I guess I respect that but even though he said you know Trump has a good point about these immigrants I think aren't you an immigrant right you know what but 
we digress. We're here to talk good <laughs> things about our daddies, not about how we don't always agree with their decisions. Because guess what? I don't agree with my daddy about LGBTQ rights, but you know, we're here to talk good about our daddies, even if we are critical of them sometimes. Yes. Um, but for those of you who have not bought your daddies a gift yet, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of unusual things you can buy your daddy. Ooh, um, ideas. Ideas. Um, so you can buy him a wallet. That's not really unusual, but it's like, if you, it's a, it's called the mate and slim combo pack. Essentially it's to help your daddy find his wallet and keys. Cause if anything, if your daddy is anything like my daddy, he always forgets his keys in his pockets, <laughs> his pants that he's already put to wash. Like he's put it in the dirty clothes basket and it's like, where are my keys? And it's like, oh my God. So this is for you daddies, forgetful daddies. All right. Now we have the Segway 1S1. Essentially, it's just, it's a Segway like for your dad. So he doesn't have to walk. <laughs> dad bod that he always has dreamed of. Yes, dad bods. Um, next, we have a, for the daddies who don't want dad bods, we have the Wave Rebel Oxygen Bodyboard so that he can catch the waves and have that beach body, which could also be a dad bod. Yeah, the DILF, <laughs> as they say. The DILF. Um, next, we have the Nomander Collapsible Water Bottle. This is actually really cool looking. It's like... It's like, I, it looks inflatable. Like you can literally like roll it up and like buckle it like it's a freaking uh, sleeping bag. But the yeah. top is still water bottle, but the bottom is sleeping bag. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> the daddies will be delighted by this weird marriage of like things that they like, hydration and camping. <laughs> daddies for the daddies. Um a mini solar system crystal ball with a stand. If your daddy likes knickknacks. Um. <laughs> and it's good to know what archetype your dad is. Cause I'm thinking he's either a fixer upper type. Tools be great. Maybe he's the outdoorsy type. Maybe he's the fitness dad. Mm -hmm. Or maybe he's kind of like the good barbecuing cooking dad. It's good to know their archetypes. <laughs> That's right. Know your daddy's stats. Know what class your daddy is in. Is he an archer? Is he a... <laughs> is he a... Is he a, 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 a god? What is he? Is he, a, is he a mage? Like, you have to know what type your daddy is. But if he's just like a sperm donor to you, you're not close with your dad at all, a mug would just be fine <laughs> that's right or give it to a daddy adjacent like a yeah. man in your life who feels like your father that's <laughs> my real dad um <laughs> street fighter socks for the daddy who likes gaming <laughs> <laughs> yes they feature ryu um the thigh master 2000 aka <laughs> chun li <laughs> uh, zagat all of your daddy's favorites on socks. <laughs> they're $24 though. That's a lot for socks for one. I mean, if they're good quality socks, they're probably worth the investment. I mean, if they're breathable or like they last a long time, if they love tree fire. I mean, I do know people who are dads that would like that. Like my brother-in-law, Bradford. So he's a good guy. So I'm guessing being Munchie's dad and having relations with my sister Stewie, uh, definitely. Fills them, so I'm thinking I'll get him some socks. 
Give that man some Street Fighter socks. If your daddy is also still a gamer, but he doesn't like socks, you can get him a Nintendo Entertainment System NES Classic Edition. Now, I have no idea how much these cost, but they look original, like mint condition. So I'm oh, like the original one, kind of like NES Mini. So it's kind of like you have all the classic games. So if you're like, daddy's a classic gamer, mm-hmm. or back in the 80s, this is great. A great blast from the past. So hook them up. Hook them up with a, an entertainment system. If your daddy, um, wait, what is this? Oh, it's a book. If your daddy <laughs> likes to read. <laughs> like wait i couldn't get it it says tribes we need you to lead us so the description says if your father is a leader in his organization or maybe his football team then this renowned and well-loved book about leadership may be for him so if your daddy likes to read then this is the book for your dad like so he can be a better leader of your household of his company of his fantasy football team. This is for your daddy. Yes. And as Ayana Bond said, be the king of the kingdom. That's right. Um, if your daddy likes relaxation, get him a, a nest hammock. Okay. Tie it up for him. If your daddy maybe likes the bong, like he can smoke the bong on the 420. Hammock. Yes, 420, 420. If your daddy just likes being in outdoor in nature, but not hiking. He's not a hiking dad, but he likes looking at nature from his hammock. He likes the sky. Hammock for daddy. Yes, um, or just gardening. Just a little bit of nature without every fucking part of nature, like get attacked by like a bobcat or a raccoon. Just- that's right. He does not like mountain lions. This is for your dad. <laughs> Next, we have a life-size Scrabble board game set. <laughs> if your daddy likes words, this is for your dad, but he's also your games. That's right. Yeah. Like if he's, if he's a super nerd, like he's like, he's just, he's one of the life size games. That, this is for your dad. <laughs> All right. What else? Um, an Eloton teardrop duo drizzler. Oh, he's just for the chef daddies. Ooh, we love chef daddies. <laughs> the daddies who cook. This is for your dad because he does it with no unnecessary spillage because there's nothing more that a daddy hates than wasting the sauce that he carefully and lovingly made for his meats on the grill yes meats (laughs) must fill in all the flavor taste the meats not the heat hank hill also a great dad exactly if your daddy is a narcissist a custom bobblehead for your daddy <laughs> so he can put it in his truck while he drives or something like that i don't know or in the office thinking this is my desk that's right just in case you forgot susan who owns this desk? <laughs> it's me bobble bobble for your daddy. <laughs> get him a custom bobblehead um if your daddy again is a gardener this is for your daddy it's a back to the roots water garden uh you can start his own miniature garden and also put a fish in there interesting so you can have a fish and also grow a garden at the same time it's for weird daddies daddies who like to start somewhere but don't want to fully commit to something this is for (laughs) that daddy (laughs) yeah so just put like a well, I'm not sure how big koi fish get, or maybe just like a goldfish. Yeah, like a little goldfish for your, or beta fish for your, the daddies who like aggressive fish. This yes. is for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if your daddy is 
a super nerd <laughs> get him a commodore 64 mini again this is this is a retro version of built-in games kind of what you described before it plugs into your tv and it has a little tiny little keyboard for you to be like and a joystick so for your daddy to play games get him the commodore 64 mini uh the 80s uh, for the daddy who's a intellectual, he's an intellectual, damn it. The Lord of the Rings collector's chess set is for your daddy. Does he like LARPing on the weekends? Does he <laughs> does he talk about Gollum like <laughs> all does the Does he want you time? to not pass here? That's you better right. pass those grades. That's right. He's like, play me in chess, son, but also know that I'm going to beat your ass. This is for your daddy. Is your daddy Magneto? Is your daddy Xavier? This is for your daddy. Or if you read the book of Lord of the Rings, which is older than God knows what. Because I think the guy like fought around in World War II, I think. I don't know. I need to look it up. I didn't book up the years of Lord of the Rings when it was written. I remember it's the movie. That's right. The movies, which are New Zealand tourism, but still movies. <laughs> this is for that dad. Next, if your dad, again, is an active daddy, this is for him, a Bluetooth bike speaker. Strap it to the bike. Go go on a bike ride. Um, not, not now, like if you're from Texas, because it's so hot, but like other times. <laughs> or unless you want to like hook it up to your Peloton or the electronic bike and just like keep go. going. That's right. In sort, inside daddies, outside daddies for the daddies bike speakers. <laughs> Yay! Mm-hmm. Um, if your daddy is a fix it up daddy and he likes all the bells and whistles of technology, the Echo B4 thermostat with sensor is for your daddy. Can he change it from his phone? That's what he wants. Can, can he set the temperature to 68 degrees and not let you touch it? This is for that daddy. Exactly, especially if they're paying for it. That's right, it's my cool. AC. <laughs> Excuse me, do you pay bills in this house? No? Okay, then it's my <laughs> AC, Brad. <laughs> when you pay a bill, when you pay the electricity bill in this house, you can change the AC to whatever you want. <laughs> Oh, if your daddy is not quite as advanced as a Lord of the Rings chess set daddy, but he still likes to play a game of strategy, sort of. The Harry Potter Gringotts, Gringotts checker set, it's for your daddy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a chess man, I'm a checkers man. Harry Potter Gringotts checker set (laughs) for your daddy. Get it. It's $29.95, as you know, branding, but checkers <laughs> oh does your daddy like cars Ooh. then you can get him this toy set of fast and the furious monkey <laughs> <laughs> overdrive toy cars for his collectibles the collectible daddy will you be able to play with them no will you be able to look at them also no will you be able to breathe on them definitely not <laughs> but your daddy will be happy <laughs> yes you will get per- get to pretend to be vin diesel and his little tiny fast and the furious cars it's yeah. all about family which is perfect exactly perfect 
for your car daddy or your collectible daddy. <laughs> we have wait how many of are the oh there's there's a lot hold on let me just go speed through these a little faster we yeah. have a levitation <laughs> globe for the daddies who are like ooh science <laughs> <laughs> also for the daddies who like science the phillips son somnio sunrise light so he can get his ass out of bed <laughs> when the sun <laughs> rises to do his chores um does your daddy like film? Then the Fujifilm X, Insta X Mini 90. Why is it so long? Instant film camera. <laughs> your daddy. It's so tiny and cute. <laughs> oh, um, does he like again for the cooking daddies? But the outdoor cooking daddies, the Jet Boy Minimo cooking system for the cooking daddies. But for the inside, we have the RSVP herb scissors. Mm -hmm. um for the daddies who like locking things like because this is my shit <laughs> the master lock <laughs> bluetooth padlock is for your daddy do you like beer well then the beer layering tool is for your daddy so he can mix <laughs> all the beers that he likes does your daddy still want to live in the the 60s the u-turn audio orbit plus turntable is for your dad <laughs> <laughs> Does he like to wear his audio systems? Then this wearable physical audio system is for your dad. Oh my goodness. Oh, it's a speaker outfit. What the deuce? Great. <laughs> um, does your dad need to know everything? The Keystrel Drop D3 is for your dad. Oh, it monitors temperature, humidity, heat, and tech. So this is for the, the, the daddies who do the weather. <laughs> the daddies who need to who ask about the weather when they meet somebody how's that weather it's <laughs> like every awkward conversation with a co-worker like this weather we're having eh that's right that's for those daddies Do your daddy <laughs> like whiskey then the whiskey wedge and glasses for your daddy um if your dad hates alexa I'm just kidding. <laughs> if your dad hates if your dad hates Siri, <laughs> this Echo Shell is for your dad. Um, interesting. More pictures: the Polaroid Snap Insta digital camera. More books: Blink, the power of thinking without thinking. I don't know what the hell that means, but <laughs> oh, it uncovers the method of in the instant decision. I don't know. That sounds interesting to somebody's daddy. Um, a projector screen for the daddies who are like old world cinema. Um, an air fryer because every daddy needs an air fryer. Everyone needs an air fryer. Everyone needs an air fryer. Um, a pizza cutter wheel because your daddy likes to make uh, 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 oven pizzas and he yeah. needs it. Um, a good pizza cutter is great, especially if you make homemade pizzas. Exactly. Got that pizza oven? Give the pizza cutter. Yes personalized bar signs for your dad to pretend that he owns a bar <laughs> um and oh i thought i got i thought i got to the end uh well maybe i did wait oh an urban trend ceramic phrenology head bust for the daddies who are super narcissistic he doesn't just want a bobblehead he wants a bust bitch get him a whole bust in his image oh uh, hella extra Hella extra. And finally, the uh, Rocketbook Wave Smart Notebook for the daddies who just want a new like gadget. 
So that was some interesting gifts for your daddy. Um, if you have any more unusual gifts to get for your dad, or if your dad just is like super picky, like mine, cause he's old, bro, just get him money. Like, but like, if you're struggling for gift ideas for your dad, there are 39 of them for you. You're welcome. Gift cards are also a pretty good one. Or I just do the millennial thing thinking, I'll just pay for you to have an experience. So like massages. My father went recently went out traveling. He went by train because every time he travels, he always travels for work. Mm-hmm. And he even said well, on his retirement, even though he did a lot of things, went to the military, got a master's. The greatest thing is becoming a father of my brother and I. Oh, play yeah. that violin for that daddy. Yes, and also being a stepdad and father figure for my older siblings like Stewie. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though my father and I bump heads, I'm going to end on a nice uh, cheery note. He did push me to become the smart, hardworking person I am today. Same thing with Stewie, too. I mean, even Stewie mentioned like, oh, yeah, your dad got softer on you, which is true. As he gets older, he gets less and less on the younger kids. So, I mean, he used to tear up Stewie's homework if it's subpar and make her do it again. He never did that with me. Uh, I mean, I'd probably be in like law school or something or like medical school if he did that to me, but probably less mentally stable, but it's nice. And I guess as he gets older, he gets a little bit softer. And I guess it's easier to talk to him. Yeah. So, I would definitely have to agree. It's definitely been a little easier to talk to my father as an adult than as <laughs> than as a kid. Um, they value your opinions more as an adult, so there's that. But um, yes, I express the same sentiments for my daddy. Although I can't say he's gotten softer as I've gotten older. Like my dad has always been a giant softy because um, <laughs> if any, if no one knows on this podcast yet, like my daddy basically willed me to existence oh my god I forgot to tell this story wait so I'll tell y'all like a quick little anecdote to like in the the thing but like I was talking to my parents on the phone the other day asking about how my mom just did not know she was pregnant with me like because she did it like they they like she was in it happened by miracle like because my dad said to me he was like you should thank me for you being here and I'm like it takes two to tango sir and you did not push me out of your body so like I don't know why (laughs) you want me to thank you he's like but he's like but your mom was in between birth control and (laughs) that's how you got here I I I did and she was like you so I was like you want me to thank you for not wearing protection while my mom was in between birth controls I won't sir but okay but like essentially y'all he wheeled me here because he really wanted a girl so I will have to give him that he's always been soft with me for the most part because like I'm his girl like I'm the only girl so like there's that and of course like I've been brought up to be a daddy's girl so I love him to pieces and I would like die like (laughs) if something (laughs) happened to him I'd be like no like sometimes like I legitimately will wake up and be like what if my daddy is no longer here and I will like burst into tears it is so awful but like no like I feel like as I've like gotten older like it has been way easier to kind of like push back as far as like opinions go and like not have 
like I think be taken a lot more seriously than I had been before and it's kind of like like the other day I like dropped them off at home from the airport and I was wearing short shorts and a shirt like you know just a classic it's hot outside so this is what yeah. I'm gonna wear outfit and he was just kind of like really this is this and makeup this is what you choose to wear and I'm like yes do you have a, a problem and he's like yeah and I'm like that's too bad and then like <laughs> I just went about my life so like you know hey like daddies mean the best sometimes you gotta push back on them but like yeah, yeah I think as far and like well I think both of our dads are kind of on the older side yeah. so it's a little harder for them to kind of like let go of like traditionalist values but for the most part um you know like we have our dads to think for a lot of things um yeah I mean it also for me it's kind of scary that how much we're all alike because right. surprisingly my dad and I have a lot more in common than my brother and my dad because uh, we both like seafood we both like coconut uh, we both like a couple other things we both like British things sometimes we even share a little bit of true crime uh my not my dad not as much because I'm probably a little bit more crazier into it but I see him like watching like true tea well like true crime tv like this woman dying I didn't know you watched like yeah I kind of do and you know even when I'm talking about my professional stuff I bounce some things off and like oh I learned this about investigation like oh yeah I did this in my career with my investigation so yeah so and I, I guess even with the newer generation with how uh Munchie's dad handled with her since he's a girl dad he handles it really well and he's open-minded uh jokes I mean some of his jokes are kind of uh sus yeah sus i'm thinking good thing your daughter doesn't have facebook man. <laughs> but uh he's actually nice and respectful and he likes talking to her like you know munchie you should probably get better with your golf like i'm on vacation i don't want to talk about golf i <laughs> yes but like yeah i think and like we were gonna we can really quickly like talk about the like how dads i think are really are evolving like men are i think becoming better as far as like you know like taking on different roles like neither one of my brothers are fathers yet but i feel like their expectations of like how things would work in the house like my brother like is the chef like uh, I, i'm trying to remember the middle child yes the middle i haven't talked about them in so long i'm like what fake names did i give them the middle child <laughs> the middle child is like a chef and like he does like most of the housework and so and it's interesting because he also at the same time is kind of the breadwinner at this point so it's like those like those things and those expectations have kind of evolved and so it's just like it's not all on and like that's a that's something that's shifting in the society too like you see more and more women becoming breadwinners now at this right. point like they have higher paying jobs than their husbands or they baby daddies or whatever they you know however that works and it's just kind of like dudes are okay with it right you know like yeah. they're just like yes you making more than me excellent like <laughs> so I think that like I think we're slowly getting to a place where there's there's more equity equality and equity in our relationships at least with like heterosexual relationships yeah. um and like the split of like housework and domestic mm -hmm. work because I yes. even know like and some of my other friends where it's like okay I'm gonna go to school and do other things and you can cook or I know it's like one of my friends 
heterosexual couple. Um, one is studying to be school, be a teacher, and then work her way up to get some money. Another guy, like, you know, I actually love cooking and cleaning, so I can probably stay home with the kids and the cats. So mm-hmm. again, that's really cute. So even like people, even with my partner, um, we talk about, okay, I can probably just do, uh, since he, since he's in IT, he can probably stay home more than me, where in my career field, I'll probably have to be like on sites in different areas. Mm-hmm. So we're not sure if we're ever going to do another quarantine or another pandemic, or hopefully not. Yes, please. But I'm guessing we stay home, we'll definitely have that thing going on. So, and I guess I am thankful with my father kind of like pushing my, both my brother and I to like learn things so both of us do laundry both of us learn how to cook and both of us know how to like do maintenance on a car Mm -hmm. right yeah I think my dad did something similar where like well I mean he he kind of coddled me like a little bit more than he probably (laughs) should have let's be clear like if I called my dad right now and I was like daddy like something happened like in the apartment he would be like I'll be there in 10 minutes even though he was (laughs) half an hour away (laughs) but like I mean he has taught me like like I've like been over his shoulder a lot when he's had to like fix a couple of things he's like talked me through like how like okay like when you're when you're trying to do something electrical you need to turn off all of the power like here and then this is how you connect this wire to this wire these are the different wrenches this is the different screwdrivers da, 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 da. so I feel like he gave me a, like a nice basic knowledge of stuff I don't always get to apply it because again, like as if I ever like even sideways, that's why I can't even mention sometimes if I have a problem, like I'll have to say it after I fix it. I'll be like, oh, I had this going on, but I fixed it. And he's like, why didn't you call me? And it's like, <laughs> because I know how to do it, daddy. But, but like, that's the, I, that's the thing I think like, yeah, I think because our expectations have been like changing like you know right as a society there are more men involved in child rearing and like like domestic things and um and they like to do these things and you should like to do i mean obviously like housework is not the but like being involved with your child if you want children please be involved with your children like you know what i'm saying right you know like so i think that's it's a really it's really promising like the direction that we're going in and I just hope we keep going in that direction where like again like it's what we kind of mentioned earlier with Catholicism and like traditional values like those were fine for back then but like we're here now and so it's like I think as a society we have to keep like adapting to what works because right now women rule the workforce we are becoming more and more the breadwinners and I'm not saying that to say that we shouldn't be like expected to help around out around like the places that we've you know been able to like our our homes and our children but like there's more of a balance and I think that's really important um yeah and it's not right to always put it like in especially in heterosexual couples you just put it on one person like mm-hmm. I make the money you stay at home because I'm thinking both of them will experience burnout mm-hmm. and you know especially in this economy you can't just always rely on just one income exactly like dual income is very important um but yeah, like happy Father's Day to you and your daddies everywhere. Side note, like weren't we supposed to talk about how everybody should stop sexualizing the word daddy? Yes. I mean, I still call my dad daddy and please you do too. <laughs> stop wanna- sexualizing it. I already have a daddy That's and right. not in that sexual way. 
Right. That's right. Like if you're like, oh, call me daddy, I will immediately be like, mm, no, we can't anymore. I'm sorry. That's a, that's a <laughs> no, <laughs> sir. Like I only have one daddy. Okay. He like, <laughs> I mean, no one's secularizing the word mommy. Like, I mean, um, well, I mean, mommy or I, yeah, I guess they're kind of like, ooh, sexy mommy. Never mind. I guess they are. Yeah, they, I mean, they're don't. I mean, I had the, the hotep that I had to deal with. He called me mom a lot, like mamas and mommy. And I was like, I, that should have been a red flag to me too. Cause I'm just like, why? Why do you keep calling me that? I don't want to be, I don't want to be anybody's mommy right now. Um, so, yes, please stop. We both call our dads daddy. So, that's literally yeah. how he's listening on my phone. It's his daddy. Yes. <laughs> and I guess also to the mothers that have to step up and be both mom and dad. Mm. Uh, happy Father's Day to them as well. That's right. For dads who, for stepdads as well, for um, foster dads and adoptive fathers and father figures because a lot of the times like men will like step up even for children that are not their own or they may like organize there are tons of amazing men who organize like great programs for young men so that they can better themselves to all those people whether or not you have children or not we want to give you also a happy father's day um and yeah like if you have a daddy in your life thank your daddy yes your father figures and older siblings that stepped up to be uh, father figures as well. Mm-hmm, exactly. All right, let's get out of here, Belmar. Let's wrap it up because again, the ring light is on me. I'm high. Like <laughs> <laughs> yes, the ring light kind of reflects off your eye, kind of gives you like a demon eye look. I actually snapped a couple pictures. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love being a demon and crushing the souls of my enemies. <laughs> Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everyone continue to wear your mask when you go outside, get your vaccines, be kind to one another. Um, oh, and I sounded like Ellen DeGeneres. Scratch that last thing. Be nice. <laughs> Just be nice. Uh, yeah, be kind with each other. Yep. Uh, appreciate yourself. Get please get vaccinated. Fourth of July is coming up, and President Biden's really putting for at least seventy percent immunity. And I don't want to go on lockdown again. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm thinking I'm doing everything right, y'all. It's like a group project, and y'all not pulling your weight. That's right. Like I'm tired of just having people look at my makeup looks on a screen. Okay, I need people to look at my eyeshadow in real life. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. Yes, and I want to show off my dimples and my smile, my freckles. I can't. I mean, on the bright side, I am hiding my mustache under the mask, which I need to take care of. <laughs> Girl, get you one of those, like, which I have one, like the little, like to, the things to shave your face, like safely. Oh yeah, probably to get one of those like beauty things and like, yes, like. but anyway, have a happy, uh, happy week y'all. And we'll, um, see you actually we're probably gonna see you again i don't know if i'm gonna stitch the bone no i'm just gonna make it a bonus episode because this is right. already way too long but we don't <laughs> see y'all next time okay, okay Peace. see y'all next